Welcome back to another episode of the Crown and Collars Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Notice Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. I go by Slicky Johnson on Instagram and Facebook. Good to hear luck finding that, everybody. Um, and for tonight, my AKA will be Republicans for Biden. Girl, good to hear luck, everybody. And as usual, I'm joined by... What's going on, y'all? This is Bianca, a.k.a. Tall Bianca XO on your Twitter feed. Also known as Bianca dot either JPEG or MP3 on Instagram. You can type them both in. You'll find me in those places and in those spaces. Um, Our resident stallion. All right. Um, AKA, <laughs> AKA, your girl has been catching some sun lately. Um, I am not letting 2020 make me a pale, 2020 make me a pale bitch. I'll tell you that much. Come on, Tam Bianca XO. Hey. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Thank you all for joining us for another week. Um, as always, um, I will throw it to Bianca where she can tell you where to find us, where to help help us out as a, as a show and also as a network, and some of the wonderful things we have to offer over here at Flawless Noses Media. Bianca, please take it away. All right. Get on your computer. Go to FlawlessNoises.com. Yeah, I know. I asked you to get on your computer. You can You can do it. I hope you can do it anyway. Um, if not, you can get on your smartphone and do the same thing. Go to FlawlessNoises.com, where you will see the entirety of our lineup. Um, just click that podcast link, and you will see – tap that podcast link, and you will see all of the shows we got here. We got we got 10 shows plus one in memoriam for that ass. And <laughs> then we have where you can go to support us, right? You can either donate via PayPal or you can click Patreon, right, if you do the Patreon thing. $5 will get you most of the bonus content. $10 will get you all of the bonus content. That's monthly. Uh, so subscribe in those ways. Help us out. Helps keep the lights on. That'll in turn get you even more hashtag content for the culture, for you. Um, we got all this fire-ass black content. So check us out in those ways. Yeah, so after supporting us via Patreon, what you can do is check out our store. Purchase some merchandise. Purchase some merch. Uh, we will be announcing our winners of the Courtesy Temple Junior Scholarship here soon. So keeping an ear and an eye up for that. And yes, please support us however possible. Uh, tell your friends, tell your partners, tell people you don't know that well, but might look like they might like podcasts even, and share us with them. Because you love us, let other people love us. Indeed. Word of mouth is the, still the best and easiest way to get cre- black creatives out there, black content creators out there and we all we got um and it takes a village so share us with your village um let us become a part of your village and we make the world go around and all that good shit that they told you in the afternoon specials and shit and with all that being said thank you so much bianca let's get on with the show so as usual shit usually always goddamn happens after at the week after we fucking record because we record on Mondays every week. The show goes out Wednesday. And usually, all the stuff happens after we fucking record. So, TDL, TL, is it TDL? TLDR. TLDR. Thank you so much, Bianca. That's why we're friends. Um, what happened in, things, some things that happened in the realm of pop culture and news and celebrity news and all that stuff. Because, you know, that's, you know, kind of what we started the show on. Um... Megan the Stallion um, finally broke her silence um, because she felt like she had to. Um, she did not have to um, because you should believe black women the first time. But unfortunately, because y'all are y'all, um, hashtag y'all, uh, she felt the need to finally address that it was indeed Tory Lanez who shot her. Um, like I said, even though pretty much all the fucking evidence pointed towards that happening, um, she says she he shot her in the foot while she was walking away. Um, while that while she was walking away, as they were in a vehicle, um, and she said she did not initially cooperate with law enforcement because they pretty much was fucking useless as they are. Um, and also, she would she um, didn't want anybody to get hurt. Um, it wasn't. A, a sense of loyalty towards um, Tory. Uh, she just didn't want the police shooting shooting niggas, and by niggas she means everybody, everybody in the car. Because as we know today, 
um, over the weekend um, in uh, Kenosha. Ain't it Kenosha County, um, Bianca? That, yeah. That's like, yes. Um, the police just shot a black man in front of his children while he was trying to break up a fight. So Megan had good reason to like not trust the police because why the fuck would you ever trust the police even when you are the victim um, in a situation like this of domestic violence. So Megan broke a silence. Tori, um, I believe I speak for Bianca and also everyone here at the network where you get a fuck you from us. Um, Personally, I have never invested in you, in you musically or anyway, so it's easy for me to counsel you. Uh, I thought you and Bryson Tiller were the same nigga for a long time, uh, <laughs> and the only rope, the only pedals I gave you is when the riots and the protests first started. You was Tori was like the one of the few black celebs that wasn't being a coon. Um, so I did give him props on that, but nigga, the, the harm that you have done um, to a to a black woman more than outweighs the right you was on, and honestly, it contradicts the right that you was on. So, fuck you, Tori. And it has been um, interesting, but not unpredictable, that most of the men in hip hop are very quiet. Um, they a lot of the men in hip hop and just men in general, but sticking with the realm of hip hop, um, had a lot to say about WAP, but not nearly enough to say about Tory, a black man, their peers, um, harming a black woman, you know, also their peer. Um, and it's, again, it's not surprising, but it's very telling. Um, and this is why black women often say that black men that black women are all that black women have because niggas ain't shit and don't step up to the plate. Yep. Yeah, and my whole issue with it, you know, again, on top of all of the criticisms that people were just very woodenly offering about WAP was that y'all acted like the video came out like 10 minutes after they finished recording it. No right. Which... Oh, she got shot in the foot, but but she in the video fan. The video was shot a while ago. Like yeah, like have we forgotten the process of videos? Like they make videos like weeks, months, hell, sometimes even a year in advance. Right. Like why be why be that weird about it? But yeah, no, a lot of the a lot of just weird commentary and things that nobody needed to see. Nobody should have been exposed to, so on and so forth. Um, I don't know. I just... Uh, acting weird. For what? Right. Well, we know for what, because misogyny. Yeah. But still, um, we should be... We should be getting over that. We should be, like... Better people. I don't know. Um, we should, friend. I agree with you. We absolutely should, but we are trying to take one step forward from, like, a thousand steps backwards in like societal progress that's a damn shame it it truly is but um yeah very disappointing um speaking of i was disappointed and speaking of again niggas um boosie was asked about it he did first of all he lost his instagram and then got his instagram back <laughs> like <laughs> like he lost his instagram i think that he lost his instagram because if he you know not because of the, you know, transphobia and homophobia and, you know, sexual assault that he admitted to of his own son and shit. Like, nothing like that. It was like they got tired of him, like, having girls busting it open on on on, on his live and shit. Something like, that $5. Sound like a gremlin. Yeah, yeah, looking like one, too. Um, like, and, and not only that, like, y'all got, like, and by y'all, I mean Facebook and Instagram. Like, they got mad at that, like, way after the fact. So, like, he lost his Instagram for a minute, but then got it, like, right back. And he was on, like, a live or interview or something, and somebody, I think maybe, like, a blogger or, you know, or something like that, or influencer, asked him, like, asked him, like, what he thought of the, the situation with Megan Tory. And this nigga said he not going to say nothing because he don't want to say the wrong thing because he like Megan and he like Tory. Oh, boy. And I'm like, nigga, that... 
you since when have you not wanted to say anything because you were worried about saying the wrong thing? You had a lot. You was loud and proud about saying a lot of wrong things about Zaya Wade, right? And the ways and how they support and love her. Like you had a lot to say, but now you don't want to say nothing. Now you a field mouse ass nigga. <laughs> Come on, Phil. I've not heard that insult in a minute. <laughs> Come on, Phil, mouse ass nigga. I mean, that's what he been, so that's what I'm going to call him. Yeah. I mean, he also looked like one, too, so there's that. Um, yeah. Boosie just looked like he always smelled like... You know what? I'm not going to say that. That's very, very problematic. Instead, I'm going to replace it with this. He always looked like he smelled like snuff. <laughs> Remember snuff? Like when your Mimo, <laughs> your Mimo had that, that, that cup. Yeah, chewing her tobacco and stuff. That's what Boosie always looked like. He smell. He just he looks like he always smells like spit. <laughs> and he has the brain of a dipshit, so it fits. But uh, but yeah, men in hip hop being very silent, which is telling. I think the only one, the only person that did say something, or the two people that did say something, was like Bun B and Ti. And right. with T and Ti, he. Uh, he said something, but honestly, it wasn't about shit. He was like, if, you know, it's preposterous, like how Tori shoot Meg like that, it's preposterous that a black man would do that to a... Calisthenics of the weaponry. Yes. Is, yeah. Just yes, being, like, yeah. like, he was like, that's preposterous and ridiculous. Like, how could a black man do that to a black woman? It's like, fam, have you seen these statistics? For a nigga that uses as many words as you do, T.I., have you seen these fucking statistics? <laughs> Like, nigga, the call is coming from inside the house. Um, and also, he was like, if Taurus shot her, and he was like, nigga, did you not hear Meg say that he shot her? I mean, did she? Yeah, did you not hear Meg say that he shot her? Like, what the fuck you mean, if? And then the other person that was that said something that sp- stood up and said something was Bun B. But with Bun B, it's like, yeah, you saying this and you in the right, but, like, just last week, you was in Talib Kweli's comments, like, defending him and like hyping him up when he was being weird to that girl online for like a month straight so like eh. then also a lot of these niggas aren't really speaking up because they would get this you real quick yeah no i no. like could you imagine like could you imagine fucking <laughs> i mean it'll never happen but like could you imagine chris brown speaking on this and they like being and people being like nah sir that would yeah that would be hilarious now sir, now sir now now mr sir nigga i know you fucking lied to me yeah. like or like dr drill somebody right She's like, or Snoop, <laughs> Snoop, like Snoop. We could put like Snoop. What, were you just not going at Gail like this year? Was that this year? Yeah, twenty twenty been long as shit. Dog, what? Nah, you lying? Swear on my mama, on my hood. That that was that was this year. Yeah. Oh, all right. On my mama, on my hood. This year yeah. has not been good. Well, not a thought. Okay. Um, yeah, no. It, again, their response is disappointing. And, like, I think that's one of those cases where you can't be afraid of an issue, right? Where it's just like... And you don't yeah. even got to hedge and be like, oh, well, I'm not exactly perfect. But what he did was, you know, just, just say it. Just call yeah. it out. Call yeah, it like, it. I feel like even though a lot of these niggas would, you know, receipts would get pulled of like, well, ain't this funny, considering... Uh, a, your... lot, a, lot, a lot of them haven't shot women um, who are trying to get away from them. Now. True, but I think with that, we would have, be have, like... Haven't, splitting... haven't shot women. Yeah, you're right. Splitting yeah, heads, we would be splitting hairs like, with, like, harm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the thing is, like, these niggas, they have... If they if they speak up in defense of Megan and they get this you, that's nobody's fault but they own. Well, you got to stand in this you and be like, you know, I've done wrong. This is done wrong. Um, I feel like I can at least call this wrong because I mean, if nothing else, we we clearly want to hear from uh, men in hip hop saying that yeah. what Tory Lanez did was reprehensible. And there needs to be some personal attrition that goes along with it, basically, is what it, is what it really sounds like. Yeah. To me. Now, I agree with that. 
I definitely do agree with that. I just like I feel like it's it's like I agree with you, and then they would just have to reckon with the fact that a lot of people, a lot of women, a lot of black women specifically, would find it performative to a degree. And I mean, that's the price you pay when you perpetuate a culture that harms women, and then all of a sudden you have a head flip, like, oh, we shouldn't have did that. It was like how many how many women have to be victims? How many black women have to be victims for you to for you to recognize? Oh shit, we might be fucking up here, you know? Exactly. So that happened. Like I said last week, and like we have been saying since all this happened, um, we love Meg. Our thoughts are with Meg. We send the Meg love and light. Uh, also, Meg, we just kind of want you to relax and sit down. Just 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 change a bit, girl, because it's like in the words of Jim Jones, it's like. It's wrong to know out here. So it's just just a little bit, man. Just a little bit. Just just a tinge, like the old folks say, just a tinge. Uh, some speaking of somebody who need to chill out for a little bit, uh Bianca, tell us about what the fuck Earl Thomas been doing. Or oh, what boy. he hasn't been doing. So I guess we got the Earl update. Um the, the well, Earl update. <laughs> Last time we talked about old Earl, um, he was in trouble with his wife for an April incident. And keep in mind, April incident, which means send shelter in place again, where yes. she had to, where she had to pull a toolie on him. A loaded toolie. It only had one in the chamber, but yet yeah, loaded, still all the same. Could somebody could have died. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so Earl um, was wilding, and apparently he was confronted about his drinking problems and so on and so forth. That ain't what we're here to talk about, though. Earl lost his job today because Earl um, was out here cussing out and being mean to and physically fighting with one of the most well-liked players on his team. And it got physical over the weekend. And so they had just paid Earl all this money. And they're going to have to have a fight about how much they actually still got to pay him, how much of it he got to forfeit back and Mm-hmm. All these other things because they suspended him for contra- conduct detrimental, which is specifically in his contract, which should have told him everything he needed to goddamn know in the first place. But, you know. Hello. Um, but, yeah, just like a nigga named Earl to beef with somebody who's well-liked and get in fights with them and lose his job over it. You know, I ain't never met an Earl that didn't have a streak of a jealousy issue. <laughs> Like, I ain't saying all Earls, but what I am saying is I ain't never met one who wasn't. That's just me, myself, personally. You know, I, again, I could be wrong. Like, I don't know every single Earl, but I know enough. Yeah, this here Earl in particular was um, a nigga named Earl. Right. We last remember him in football for the double middle fingers he gave to his own team's sideline because he got carted off, but he was on the opposite team's sideline when the play happened. And so he was not near them, and they weren't going to just, like, bring him over to fucking cut him off. They just got him off the field. And, yeah, he had the double fingers up extended to his own team sideline. And it was like, oh, the Seahawks didn't treat him so good. You know, one of those things where you kind of side him with the player. Oh, I seems like the team didn't treat him so good. Maybe he, you know, whatever. And then Dallas was, like, he's, cause he's from Texas. He played at Texas. And they were like, yeah, Dallas is going to sign him. That's the most logical Thing they need a safety, he needs a job. Well, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. They talked all this Dallas stuff, and even Jerry Jones wouldn't touch him. And when Jerry, Jerry Jones, fucking Jones, if you know anything about Jerry fucking Jones, Jerry fucking Jones loves nothing more than to pick up trouble black men like he had a goddamn yard sale, <laughs> right? And when Jerry said no, that should have been the sign. Hmm, mm, we don't need to, we don't need to dip our toe in this water. But nope, they were trying to get to Ram Matthew. He signed with the Chiefs, paid off well enough for him. Um, and the Ravens uh, accepted Earl, not as a door prize. I mean, he had been, you know, an accoladed player, but certainly not without his warts. And, oh, boy, did they ever come out on this team. Um, it was quoted that he was easily the biggest problem on their team. Easily. You know Whereas, how bad you got to be when somebody say that you easily a piece of shit? Whereas, you know, they're saying about the guy who, mind you, played the same position as Earl Thomas, you know, two safeties on the team and Earl was one and Chuck Clark was another one. Um, they said everybody liked the young dude, the the the, the, the younger dude, um, Chuck Clark. 
and he was worth keeping around. Earl, headaches from the day he got in. Easily the most disliked guy in that locker room. Not even close. They put up with a lot last year, but it's all about trying to win the Super Bowl there now. And guys did not want him around. It was really bad way before the thing uh, with Chuck Clark. Because, I mean, if you just think about it, and, I mean, you, when you look at the material, like, Earl just always keeps some shit with him, whether it's in yeah. his personal life, his professional life. It's just like he, he seems like a nigga nobody wants to be around. And, and I dare say he kind of thrives off that. Like, it's like, it, it, it's, it's like at this point, it's like part of his persona. Like, well, shit, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like, um, like that one, re, um, Bianca, you probably ain't gonna have no uh, frame of reference from this, but it's fine. Like mm-hmm. that one uh, reunion of um, Real Housewives of Atlanta where Fader was like, well, not I'm the doggone villain. That's Earl, <laughs> that's Earl Thomas. Yeah, my God. Yeah, he's, he's staying with some bullshit about him. Um, he also the nigga who, like, you might get a first down, but then he'll make a tackle and hit you kind of hard, and then he'll dance about it. It's like, fam, he's got a first down. What are you doing? Why are you dancing? Yeah. Like, nigga, you ain't on a Russell Westbrook. Only all dancing Kane can dance like that, which all also, right. which, which we still need video of him and Odell Beckham dancing. We still need that video. Why y'all ain't come out with that video yet? Like, y'all, 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 yeah. Can't talk. Y'all really playing in our face. Like the streets need we the streets we the streets we needed, and y'all playing. And we know, we know y'all got it. That's the other part. I said we know that wasn't no club with no no cell phone policy in it. Y'all got right. pictures of Lou Will. Uh, that Jack Harlow dude got pictures of Lou Will in the strip club. You can't tell me they was in a regular nightclub and nobody took video of of them two dancing. Right. And just imagine, like, remember when South Park uh, parody you got served. Yes, that's actually one of my favorite episodes of South Park. That is, I mean, I didn't watch it that much, but I remember that one. And that is what I imagine those two dancing in the club was like, just yes. like all of those dance moves just in the same place at one time. Yes. And we know y'all got that video. Release it, motherfuckers. Stop being cowards. Right. Let's let's put a, you know what? I'm about to put a call out right now on Twitter. Let's see. Crown and Collards. Oops, Collards. Do you have the video of Russell Westbrook? Can't spell. And Odell Beckham dancing in the club. If you do, DM it to me. And I will thank you profusely. Come on, profusely. All caps, no fake vids, exclamation mark, sent. <laughs> right, because we don't want people playing on our damn face. Ain't nobody got time for that. So we're not about to sit here and wait for this video to come through because we've been waiting for three years already. So let's just move on with the show. What you got next? Uh, Yeah, let's just move on with the show. Um, Please don't be a nigga named Earl. Yeah, don't the, the the takeaway from all this is don't be a nigga named Earl. That is the takeaway that you need to take away. <laughs> nope, I nope. That was a terrible segue, but whatever. It's all good. We it's all good. But what we do you, have you get, next you get through, is you get through a lot of segues with very much ease. Um, stumbling through one here and there, not so bad. Well, well we all right. We cool. It's fine. It's fine. But what is not fine is that Tavis Smiley is being fined in order to pay a fine to PBS of approximately $2.6 million for place affairs. A judge has ordered TV host Tavis Smiley to pay $2.6 million to the public broadcasting service for having multiple affairs with his subordinates. A D.C. jury found in March that Smiley had breached the morals clause in his contract following a three-week trial. The jurors heard this disposition testimony from six women who accused Smiley of misconduct. The jury awarded PBS $1.5 million, which included costs and underwriting revenue from the past two seasons of Smiley's talk show. But following the trial, the network argued that it should be entitled to additional damage under the morals clause. George Yvonne Williams, that was your first mistake right there. <laughs> That was your first mistake having a judge named Yvonne, because nigga, did you th- Tavis, did you think you was gonna win? Agreed in suing a ruling on August 
fifth award in PBS, the $2.6 million that I already stated. That includes a $1.9 million liquidated damages, the amount paid by PBS to Smiler's company, TS Media, for the show's last two seasons. The judge also awarded PBS an additional $700,898,000 that corporate underwriters had to pay Smiler's company for those seasons. And there you have it. So, <laughs> Wait, he still had a TV show? Yeah, he still. Tavis Smiley still got a TV show. Well, he had. I don't, well, I don't think they canceled it, but. I'll be damned. Yeah, he's still out here, still being a piece of shit, still being a coon. Well, I, I, um, okay, I guess. Um, yeah, that, that's that's the surprise for me that they let that nigga have a TV show still. Um, right. Well, I mean, you know, trash sales, so. Yeah, I just. I just, I like, I think the takeaway here is I wish men would just stop being garbage when they have positions of power slash authority over um, people and exploiting that, basically. I, yes, absolutely agree. Like, first of all, I, <laughs> like, I'm not, I promise I'm not saying this in like a belittle, belittling way, but I didn't even know there was like such a thing as like a morality clause. And maybe that's just my own ignorance and I take, you know, excuse me, full ownership of me just being ignorant to that fact. But I didn't know, I didn't know niggas had things such as like morality clauses in that contract and stuff. And of course, first of all, of course, a nigga that has a morality clause in their contract would then go ahead and breach said morality clause. Of course. Right. (laughs) Because, because why not? Because niggas, um, and then secondly, I don't understand shitting where you eat. I just do not understand it. I do not understand. Like, I know some people who have found a love of their life, you know, at work and stuff like that. And that is very beautiful. And I'm not taking anything away from that. However, for me, myself, personally, when I am at work, I am there to work. Hello. Thinking about shit else. Other than how can I get on, be on this clock and get paid by these white folks for the for the least amount of labor I can possibly get away with, and then go home. That's what I be thinking about. I don't be thinking about shit else. This is the least amount of labor, lazy ass. No, but no, I. But I. I mean, at the same time, I get it. You know, like we don't want to. And like I do. A, I mean, I do a front facing job, so it's a little different. Like personality is kind of a part of like how I get paid, basically. Right. But, it's like what you do. Yeah, most folks. Yeah, we just trying to trying to make a way. We got how we can and get the hell home and live to work another day so that we can keep getting these checks. Yes. So, yeah, that's where we are, or anywhere where we should be with that. Um, yeah, this nigga had like a whole affair. Whole, it not only like dating, like, no, nigga, like you full on having an affair where you work for why? Why, why, why did you do that, Sharon? Why? Oh man, what an all-time tweet! Why did you do that, Sharon? Yeah, it's always relevant. It's always relevant. Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Taravis? Show title. (laughs) Show title. And yes, I definitely called him Taravis on purpose. Because again, like just misuse of power, and somebody (laughs) wrote his contract and was like, he might do that. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right? You might do this. Let's protect ourselves just in case. Oh, my God. Indeed. Bianca, when growing up, were you a fan of the Powerpuff Girls? I, yeah. So, it came on in that block with, like, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and Coward Chicken and all those shows. And I watched it. Yeah, I like it. Yes. Well, they could be getting a live-action reboot very soon. Of uh, the Powerpuff Girls could soon fly again. Variety has learned that a live-action version of the classic Cartoon Network series is, is in development at the CW. In the updated version of the series, the particular superheroes are now dis- disillusioned 20-somethings who resent lo- having lost their childhood to fight crime. Um, I am... I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> And I am not one of those, I'll put it like this. I understand why people don't like, like, things that they enjoyed in their childhood being re- rebooted and stuff. I get it. I understand it. But if it's done well and executed well, I'm not against it. That's uh, why I am with it. 
um, for instance, um, um, one of the shows that I grew up on and loved as a kid, um, um, Digimon. Um, it has been rebooted um, from the first two seasons, and basically, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like what Dragon Ball Z did. Well, like they um, redubbed everything, like they went and redid it, and they streamlined it and got rid of like, like the filler and like the, like the unnecessary lines and shit, and kind of stuck closer to the source material. Um, and that's kind of what Digimon is doing now, and it looks very good. So it's like the original stuff that you know I grew up on as a child, I will you know cherish forever. But like, I'm not so blinded to nostalgia that I can't see if something is done again and done better and done right. So, like, I say all that to say, I'm not, you know, one of the, you know, don't reboot nothing. But with this, though, <laughs> I don't think it's a very good premise for the Powerpuff Girls. Because this premise, you know, as the article that I read, this kind of sounds like... <sighs> this kind of sounds like... Powerpuff Girls, but make it like nigga goth. Yeah, that yeah, there's there's some of that present, like making them disillusioned young adults. Come on, like little too yeah, close like this not particularly entertaining, not into recreational trauma where like they just kind of girl. I guess they went through fights with most. <laughs> <people. laughs> yeah. Like, could you imagine the Powerpuff Girls? Like, they get a call and being like. I just don't feel like it. Like the whole, like the whole goddamn city being told about a monster, by a monster, and like Blossom just like, so girls, do you want to? And Buttercup's like, basically like me just then, just kind of shrugging through it. Right. Like imagine Buttercup not wanting to fight. And then, then you got uh, Bubbles oh. over there. Like, I mean, we could do it. You know, like Bubbles don't bubbly. fucking turn. Bubbles don't turn into goddamn Summer Walker and shit. No, she's she's super bubbly, but she just don't care because you know that they don't really care that much anymore. Yeah, like I this don't this don't sound like a good idea. This don't sound like a good premise for like an adult pop of girls. Um Yeah, it, this don't this don't sound like a good idea to me. No. Um like if it was coming with something else, then yes. Like I'm not even saying like they got to like remain the same girls, but like this premise of kind of making them like angsty angsty 20 somethings like girl we see like a lot of us are, ang are, are angsty 20 somethings dealing with depression and shit like we don't, we don't need to see the pop of girls like this um but hey i mean if they if they do it and you know the it's it, if the target audience likes it then hey yeah i don't know who the target audience is i don't feel that's like the I'm other thing like you don't even know who the fuck this is supposed to be for Right, this this can't be for like Zoomers. No, nope. this can't possibly be for Zoomers. You trying to make them jaded already? Hell no. Right. Um, any more than they already are. At least nah, anyway, you beat me to it. I was just about to say that. Because yeah, some of them are. Some of them walked out the womb over this shit. So <laughs> <laughs> they was busting out the band. They yeah, I would say they don't—they don't know better, but they know worse because they've been in worse. They whole right. Lives. All my life, I had to fight. But I mean, hey, like I say, like if it, if it if it suits the target the target audience, whoever that audience is, because honestly, we don't fucking know, and it don't seem like they know either. But if it's a hit, then hey, shut 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 me up and shoot me, goddamn. In other news, Big Sean announced that he is releasing his fourth studio album. Uh, well, what else we got? God damn. <laughs> God damn. Not a fan of Big Sean, I see. Never have been. So uh who else got an album coming out soon? Uh did Monica and Brandy do their verses already? Is that tonight? Is that while we're recording? I think that might be tonight as we're recording. Let me see. Let me go hop on the old Google machine. Brandy Monica versus Monday, August 31st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. So that will be. Oh, next week. Okay. We will talk about that in two weeks. Um, but I am, I'm glad that they are willing to do this. There are a lot right. of reasons they would not have been. Um, some real, some, you know, kind of contrived, but 
reasons all the same. Yeah, some real, some contrived, some, you know, fan doing, which we have to talk about how, like, a lot of, what well, not all beefs, obviously, but a lot of beefs between artists are fan-generated and not, like, actually them. Yeah, not necessarily not in this case, because, I mean, y'all know how that lady with the eyes can get, but... Yes, sometimes it ain't even necessarily that the artists themselves don't fuck with each other. A lot of times, it's it's shit that the fans do that is like really weird and like gas. Like the like the Aretha Patty thing that was fucking weird because those two ladies respected the hell out of each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Bianca, exactly. Um, but who do you have in this in this versus? Hmm. This is going to be another one of those. It just kind of depends on what they play, right? Like, remember RZA Primo and everybody was like, yo, Prem's going to blow him out the water because RZA's greatness was only, like, in a very small period of time, whereas Prem's in the biggest slate of time. Mm-hmm. RZA, like, I don't know if he, like, got that advice and said, but he, he, he did. He took heed to that and that chatter, I guess. And he laser-focused and brought all his heat. Now, I still think Prem won, but... RZA made it a show, at least. Mm. Um, and I don't know. The, 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 I think the approach on this one might be more like Jill versus uh, Badu. Where it's just like, I'm still doing this on a Sunday. That's the other thing. Because that would have been, been like tight optics. Um, but yeah, that would have that been cool. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, I like more Brandy songs. I think Monica has more songs that jam, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. I, as y'all know, I make it no, I make it no secret that I am not a fan of that lady with the eyes. Um, Which, you know, everybody ain't for everybody, but it's just weird that like I can like put that next to how you stand for Ray J. Listen, listen, Ray J is the king. Okay. Is it like, no, like, Five okay, let pause. me let me be honest. Five second, five second pause. Is is do you be meaning the shit you be saying about Ray J? Or are you just saying that, like in contrast to Brandy? In all honesty and transparency, it is about eighty percent in contrast to to that lady with the eyes, and like twenty percent. Like, I know he a piece of shit, and I would never not say that he a piece of shit. But at the same time, nigga do got got hits, and I feel like we do kind of like not give him roses because he's such a piece of shit and because of his his sister obviously being the bigger star. But, you know, the piece of shit got some cuss that I jammed to. I won't even sit here and hold you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it is, it is about like partly me like being contrast because I don't like his sister and then the other part being like I actually, it's some, some of the niggas music I actually do like. Okay, yeah, he got some, yeah, he got some jams, but yeah, I I just wanted to clear that up once and for all because I was and also like, honestly, it's also fun for me to like troll. With okay, that. fair enough. It's kind of like me uh, telling y'all the truth about Silk the Shocker, Maya, and Jay Z. Fair, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. Y'all y'all don't like it, even though I be telling the truth. Y'all don't like it when I tell y'all. How Silk the Shocker is more responsible for Jay Z's rise to stardom than y'all realize. Right, right, right. You be telling and us niggas, to put some respect on his name. And niggas be wanting to bust your head when you clown Brandy and get on like Ray J's good side. I I put it like this for <sighs> as much as I don't like that lady, I can't deny that she was the more successful of the two. With that said, I agree with your assessment. Brandy, fuck it, I'm not, I'm not said it now. That lady has better oh songs, but Monica got more jams. Like if I just want to throw on something like a hit that's gonna stick like grits and just like get me to jamming, I'm absolutely throwing on Monica before I'm throwing on the other lady. Fair. Like, with, with the other lady, like, with her shit, you got to, like, sit down and, like, be in a mood and, like, want to listen to that shit. With Monica, I can just turn that shit on and be, like, and just be, you know, just be just be in my in my, um, in my my chair just scooting like a Shantae. 
Who, uh, okay. Who has the best individual song? Brandy or Monica? Best individual songs? Yeah. The, just the best one. Like, the number one. Like, you ranking, like, you pulling cards, right? Think of the songs as cards. Which mm-hmm. one do you think is the big joker? <sighs> if I had to say which one has the big joker, I think it would be The Lady With The Eyes, and I think it would be sit, uh, Sitting Up In My Room. Because that, that is, like, probably the one song where, like, you can't deny that that is like that's probably one of like one of her only songs and it's a damn good only but like one of her only songs where it's like it not only like you don't have to be in a mood to listen to that one you know like you could just put that on and you just be singing along with her sitting up in my room i hear things about you and like and of course it was on the soundtrack to one of you know black america's best favorite movies of all time you know like she got that going for her but i mean honestly you could say that also for monica but you know hey you know it is what it is people got their favorites and all that good shit you know it's fine but i am surprised that you didn't say don't take it personally but monica because that is actually my pick out of of... that's a good one that's a good one that's a good one I, that's a good one, but I don't think like as like we talking about big jokers, big jokers. You know what I'm saying? Like we like we ain't talking about like a a low or high spade, depending on what what rules and explain, right? Like we talking about like the big joker. That's a good. One. I put like that is a that is a ace of spades, but I think sitting up in my room is the big joker. I yeah, I mean I can see it because yeah, sitting it like sitting up in my room jams like it really does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my favorite song out of all of both of theirs' discography is The First Night by Monica, followed by Put That on Everything by Brandy. So, it's my favorites. You put those two, like, in the same round, and I don't know what to pick. That's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, I, don't even want, I don't even want to mention that other song. <laughs> also, I think, like... I think people, well, I don't think I know, but it's the internet and niggas will never admit to it. Like, niggas like really be playing and people, niggas like really be on the internet playing in Monica face like she can't sing, which is so weird to me. Like, you can like that other lady all you want, like, you know, like who you like and all, <laughs> <laughs> like who you like and all that shit, but like, please do not play in my goddamn face saying Monica. Mon- Monica, the Denise cannot goddamn sing, please. <laughs> and I also don't like how people like pull the big joke, try to pull a big joker like, well, that lady, she sang with legends. And she was, you know, so-and-so's favorite. It's like, nigga, everybody likes fucking Monica. Like, the one lady that y'all try to pull is a big joker. Like, the Whitney, the voice, the goddamn voice. She didn't fuck with Monica, too. Like, girl, what? <laughs> like, I get it. Like, y'all don't like Monica and y'all like that lady with the eyes. Like, I get it. But, like, y'all be doing a lot. Y'all be doing a lot to prop that lady up. Like, if that lady was such a legend, like y'all say, <laughs> y'all would have to be playing in folks' face and that and lying. Like, Monica don't got, like, Monica don't got the range. That's all I'm saying. That ain't all you saying, nigga. Stop it. I mean, I'm, listen, I mean, hey. I mean, hey. Oh shit! <laughs> hey, editor's note: like when you edit them, like when I did slip up and say her name, take that out and just put. I'm it. not taking it out because that's to made the rest of it funny. God fucking damn it! <laughs> See, it be your own co-host. That's 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 a, that's why I saw the left so hard. I was like, you said it once, and you went right back to. <laughs> Man, fuck that lady. <laughs> I don't like that lady. I'm sorry. I don't give a damn what y'all say. I do not fucking like that lady, okay? Lady's fucking weird. And she not no goddamn Bible. Vocal Bible. Girl. Vocal Bible where? I ain't saying the girl can't sing, but nigga. A Bible, nigga. You you know she be fire with the runs and the harmonies and shit. They be like 11 track. You know. She be putting in that work on them harmonies. Whether she's singing secular music or she's singing about Jesus. Let's go ahead and take a break. And, Indeed. Uh, and when we come back, we'll wrap up the show with HBCU Fashions. Yeah. Hey, this is Bree of Mama Meets World. 
Every two weeks, my show is live. It's a safe and special place for Black mothers and the people who love us. So for more about the Black motherhood experience, make sure you subscribe to my show. I'm sure you'll love it. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we are back, and we're going to round out the show with the HBCU fashions. Um, These are some good ones, because y'all um, that write into these fashions have been on some trash, and we are here to laugh at y'all trash. Um as always, um, I read these as is because, um, well, these people are in school, but they do, they definitely don't type like it. So <laughs> good to hear luck, everybody. Um, throw in the tile, as Tyrese would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one, let's start with this one. My dad is a real bitch ass nigga. <laughs> 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 that is a hell of a way to start off a confession. <laughs> but let me continue reading why this person says her dad is a bitch ass nigga. My dad is a real bitch ass nigga. He won't shut the fuck up about WAP and how black women are destroying the black community, but this nigga legit abandoned me as a child and has multiple baby mamas. Make it make sense. PV. (laughs) (laughs) I I see a father-child relationship ending real quick. Right, like, is your father Mo Jizzle? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Oh Lord, like that is hilarious. That is what I just, you know, just so calling somebody a bitch ass nigga is just always hilarious to me. You know, problematic and all. It is just very, very funny to me to call somebody a bitch ass nigga, especially saying it with your whole chest. Saying about your daddy at that. Your own daddy. Your deity. But I mean, hey. You know, the I agree with you in the sense that he is um he has a lot of nerve talking about, you know, anybody destroying a community when he don't even know about community because he abandoned you as a child. So I do agree with you that your dad is a bitch ass nigga. Um and I feel like he should shut the fuck up. And um yeah. I I I don't I don't have anything to add, Bianca. Um, yeah, no, same. Uh, it would not surprise me to learn, that, in fact, that that relationship with this person's dad already doesn't exist anymore, but, uh, just found out about it through, uh, their mama talking yeah. about what he was or, saying. Or Facebook. Because, mm. you know, that's how you get all the family tea on Facebook. All right. Yeah, that's, that's where I get it for my family. Um, when I, same. When I care to know anyway. Hello, that part. Next one. People really try to call me childish for not sucking dick, but it's quite the contrary. Y'all always raving about sucking dick like y'all some toddlers that just got a damn lollipop. Grow up and stop trying to be wannabe Tina Trumps. It's just not cute, LOL. Spellman. Oh, boy. This is your contribution to the dialogue, huh? Yeah. Welcome, some, welcome to the welcome to the fold, Spellman. Yeah. Some ain't, s- ain't seen you in a while. Welcome back. Right. Somebody somebody said they are not the the Spellman sucker. <laughs> 
somebody, somebody said they are not slopping up smell, man. I'll tell you what. Oh, my God. <laughs> somebody from Spelman that listened to this damn show gonna cuss me the hell out. Gonna cuss us out. We both finna get it. Right? I shouldn't be laughing at this. I, uh, yeah, I got, uh, you know what? We don't need to, we don't need to bring up bullshit. Um, <laughs> um, but young, young lady, um, young them, cause we don't know their identity. Um, <laughs> young individual. Yes. Young individual. Um, beloved. Listen, Gawk is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Listen, don't be a greater hoe. Be a greater hoe, okay? Because I can guarantee you. I can, go, I can guarantee you. You're going to meet one dude or one person that's going to make you change this stance. Because everybody everybody has, everybody that has this kind of stance, like, I'm not doing this. This had sexual things are not cute da, 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 da. like I ain't I ain't sucking no dick I ain't eating no pussy blah 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 blah, blah. that shit gonna was... change once you meet one motherfucker that don't get on your nerves that you want to slut the hell out and or be slutted out by them so this is cute this is probably passive aggressive because somebody that you like is getting slobbed down and it's not you this was cute for a fishing. We got a good laugh at it. We got some good alliteration jokes because you know we stay in alliteration. But don't be a greater hoe. Be a don't don't be a hater hoe. Be a greater hoe. Let them hoes hoe, and maybe you can join them too. Yeah, like again, it's it's twenty twenty. We are in a pandemic, um, and if you are not me, um, trying to manage my emotions, you need to be out here doing what you want to do. Um, It's just emotions taking me over. You've been you've been singing a lot on this episode. No, we're, right. uh, we're about to make this the the crown and college. Uh, what would you call it? Songcast? I don't know. Right? Um, no, no, no. We're not doing that. But no. Um, this is uh this is <laughs> this it's, is it's, this is bring a bike with sound. It's <laughs> it's long been since like time to. Not even like if you feel that, don't even fucking verbalize it. Like that's just don't be weird. Keep that to yourself. To yourself. The the same way you keep your mouth to yourself, keep your thoughts to yourself. All right, next one. <laughs> I told my girl she's allowed to cheat with pro athletes or first round draft prospects. Why do I need a kid with my ugly ass jeans? I'd rather her get that millionaire sperm because I'd benefit from the child support too. Howard. Oh yeah, Howard wrote this all right. <laughs> this motherfucker has Yeah, no, that that's not a school, that's a signature, my nigga. Right. <laughs> we, we we know very well which Howard wrote this. Uh, oh, I just picked up on what to hear you. Uh, you know what? This ain't HBCU fashion. That's a confession. <laughs> Hall of Fame, if you will. Um, <clears throat> would not would not expect that young man to have a girlfriend though. So Did the hell look everybody with? <laughs> this motherfucker is the Bill Belichick of baby daddies. Yeah, Howard Howard wrote this. Okay. Nigga who's been suspended from Twitter like four times. All right, yeah. Oh, Where, that is a know. completely different how than what the one I thought you was going. Oh, mm. I was going yeah, in a totally yeah. different direction. You, you know Howard. Howard who went from uh God, what was it? Oh yeah, we we don't speak on trash though. We don't. Um I'm matter of fact, I'm a I'm a put a put a sounding right there, get that name out. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. That is a yeah, that's a motherfucking signature. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moving on to the next one. <clears throat> I love my girlfriend, but she's not good at giving head. 
Her younger sister knows this and loves to give me head. We never had sex or even talked about it. Put a pin in that. You literally are having oral sex with your girl's sister, so that is sex, but, you know, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and her sister says it's like she's doing my girl a favor so I don't cheat with another female. Are we in the wrong ground? But Grandpa is, is climbing up the charts, ain't they? Right. Like at least every week or every other week, somebody from Graham is writing in these damn fishings on some trash. Grambling is trying to. Uh, they're coming for family spot. <laughs> Grambling on some ratchet ramblings. That's what they own. Go listen to Ratchet Ramblings, also hosted by yours truly on Indeed. the Father's Gnosis Media Network. Get into it. We told you at the beginning of the show. But yeah, wait, I've lost the plot of this because we've been dunking on the school so much. We think it's you fashion again. Um, T- TLDR, this nigga has a girlfriend. His girlfriend ain't good at giving him head. He's getting head from his girl's sister. He's He feels bad, but his girl's sister is assur- reassuring him that it's not that bad because he's not cheating on his girl, which is her sister, with any other woman. Besides her. And he is riding into this fashion asking, are they wrong? How the hell do you, does anybody reach that conclusion <laughs> about anything? <laughs> Ignorant ass boy. <laughs> boy, if you don't get... <laughs> I just, you're getting hair from your girl's sister. What in the, <laughs> what in the Tasty Blacks video title here? <laughs> Boy, what the fuck? Because I mean, we are, listen, let's be honest. We know porn titles be trash as hell. <laughs> Like, sometimes you can't even, like, well, let me speak for me. Sometimes I can't even, like, I'll be interested in a video, but the title just throw me off. Like, like, got, got, got hair from my, my, my homeboy's mother's sister, bust two big nuts. I can't, that, that don't sound appealing. <laughs> that ain't, what, what, why would you name this? Or, like, got, <laughs> Bust two fat nuts on cousin's back. I don't want to. What in the Game of Thrones hell? I don't know. I don't. This is not sexy. No. So that's what that fiction read to me. Like, what in the creepy porn title hell shit is that? (laughs) Anyway, next one. (laughs) Okay. This bitch put a spell on me. First time we fucked, I bust the biggest nut of my life and caught a nosebleed immediately after and passed out. Now I can't get hard or nut unless I'm fucking her. I've tried other females. I can't even beat my meat no more. Anonymous. All right, fam, you. Let's talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You beat you me, trying- I was literally just about to say, all right, we see you, fam, you. Are you, are you trying to fix this issue or are you just trying to like be under this woman's nose the whole time? Because, uh, well, it seems like he more so under the pussy. That's what it seems like. Yeah, also that. Um, <laughs> do you still got contact with her or did she put it on you for like the one night only? Sounds more like a one night only. And he done, and he done got sprung because he says he's been with other girls, but can't nothing compare to that. So it sounded like she just had some whap. And, and she sounded like she whapped and dapped. <laughs> <laughs> and he done had his head fucked up ever since. And, and he got he got sprung by T Pain on repeat. That's right. Yeah, he looking for her in the daytime with a flashlight. Oh man. I mean, hey, she 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 had some good pussy and she knew what the hell to do with it, and you don't. I'm not gonna lie, I've been there once. Thing. I've been there once. I was like, damn, we we might never do this again, but my God. Can yeah. we please? Can um, we please? 
Yeah, I mean, got, hey, listen. Got me begging like 3LW. Can we please? <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, sometimes, you know, sometimes you, sometimes that one person just got that pie out. Sometimes, say, sometimes they put it on them. All right, this is the last one we're going to get out of here. Oh, my God, this is so terrible, but I'm going to read it anyway. Last one. <clears throat> Let's normalize STD transmission. Like, oh, all right, that's been. <laughs> I am Bianca. He is Jeremy. We are the Chronic College crew. Fuck you, the week goes to Roger Goodell for finally deciding and admitting that, hey, we should have listened to Colin Kaepernick all alone. Four years later, the man still ain't got a job. Talk about Jeremy, performative. You got- you got any final words? Not that HBC fashion? <laughs> yeah, I will. It will get erased. <laughs> don't need another word from it. I don't put my phone down. I can't. I ain't even got it open no more. Um, thank you all for listening. The school was Morgan, though. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're they shooting up the, up the charts, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, But... Thank you all for listening. Um, thank you all for rocking with us. Um, please leave us five stars. Um, no one star woes. And if you only leave four stars, we think you're being petty and shady. And we don't like And, and in the words of Megan, we don't like that. Um, word of mouth, tell your friend to tell a friend. Uh, make sure you listen to last week's episode again. Um, we had a great episode with Ty. And I think it is still a very important episode. Um Again, we are not a vote or die podcast. What we are is if you vote, cool, great, even. Um, If you choose not to vote, there are definitely other ways you can be civilly engaged and make an impact and make a difference and help people that have immediate need that honestly may or may not come with just voting because that shit is kind of coin flip depending. So you can still be engaged. You can still be active and I believe it was Bianca. It might have been you, Bianca. It might have been Ty. Um, don't let anybody that just yells at you about voting and that's it tell you anything. Honestly, like a lot of the loudest people are the ones doing the bare minimum because honestly, voting is the bare minimum. It takes a lot of work outside of the booth to get shit rolling and moving and in a direction that helps people. So again, like I say, we are not a voter die podcast. What we are is if you vote, great. If you choose not to vote, but want to be engaged um, and help people. That is also great, and that should not be dismissed and poo-pooed. And going forward, especially starting like next week, we are actually going to be sharing people and organizations and people who are organizing and things of that nature who you can reach out to if you want to help. Bianca got a whole goddamn list of that shit because, again, she has been somebody that's been out here in these streets um, with the youth. So... Like I said, again, next week we are going to be giving a list of places, um, um, people and orgs and causes and stuff that you can be helpful with. I mean, I can sit there and just mainline a list to you, but what we are going to do is we're going to spotlight um, in each of our cities, right? Atlanta yes. and Portland. We're going to spotlight ways and groups and even individuals in some cases who are out here in these streets making an impact in some way that maybe – when you think about what this fight takes, you think it only looks like one thing, but now nah, we're going to show y'all there's a lot of people doing this in a lot of ways because diversity of tactics is vital to ensuring that we get the changes that we need, as mentioned last week, as mentioned right now. So Indeed. that's how we're going to do it. Um, it's more than one way to skin a cat. And if you are in a city and you want some initiative that you're involved in and some initiative that you've seen in action mentioned, reach out to us. Use the Crown and College hashtag. We will be checking it. And we want to give y'all, you know, the things you need to proceed and yeah. to we win want to, out here. We want to be a resource because it's happening in more places than Atlanta. It's happening in more places than Portland. That's just where we are. So we're gonna talk about the things we know and that we're close to. But we have no qualms about mentioning who might be happening in Philadelphia or New Orleans or Houston or whatever small town you might be from. If you got something going on in these streets and you want to tell us hey, you know, I got this group, and what we do is we make meals for the homeless, or, you know, we got this group, and we've been doing 
sign waving demonstrations on the weekends, whatever it is. Because again, yeah, or, you know, if you like, everything. you know, if you like, hey, me and a group, we have been trying to, you know, protest and like block, you know, evictions and stuff. And, you know, we kind of, you know, we might need supplies, you know, might need a little bail money, what have you. If you want to boost that and amplify that, then we would do that as well. Indeed. So, yeah, let us know. Reach out to us. We will use this platform to elevate what's going on maybe in your corner of the world. We're certainly going to take care of ours. Indeed. So with that, we are going to wrap up the show. Thank you for listening, and we will see you back next week. Peace out. Baby.